swag out them balls. And welcome that, to another episode of the Sartorial and Geek Podcast by Webster Style, where we talk about bow ties, comic books, and everything in between. I am your host, Webster Style, and we are again at another Christmas season. And it is one that I particularly am thankful for, considering how 2020 has gone this year. And I don't know about you, but it's it's been one of those years where it seemed like it's gone on far too long and can't end soon enough. And I just wish for you, your loved ones, even those you don't love, a, a prosperous and exciting and hopeful 2021. And with that, the download this week is Minecraft Dungeons. And I have never been one to jump on the Minecraft bandwagon, I guess it really is. I don't know. Maybe it's not a bandwagon, but it was a bit below anything I was interested in. And I tried once or twice, and it just wasn't a game for me. A few months ago, they, as in Microsoft and Mojang, released a new Minecraft game entitled Minecraft Dungeons. And this is not your Minecraft that you know. This is very much in the vein of traditional dungeon crawlers like a Diablo, like a Torchlight, but with some Minecraft elements. And it is very easy to play and to just jump into. So I've been playing that and I really enjoy it. And one of the best things about it is, like with any other Minecraft game, it is multi-platform. So it is on every single platform. And I believe it also offers cross-platform play, but I'm not entirely sure. So if you're looking for something that is going to be relatively inexpensive because I believe the standard going price is $29.99 and you're just looking for a nice dungeon crawler, something to play with people in your family or friends of all ages is simple, easy, quick, and fun to get into and to play, then I definitely recommend Minecraft Dungeons. Now with that, as I said before, we're in the Christmas season and... I don't know about you, but there are always certain Christmases that stand out. For me, the Christmas from 1986 to 1990-91 are the ones that really stick out in my head. I remember, and I don't remember it was 90 or 91, I requested a copy of Uncanny X-Men 281, which was the first appearance of Bishop and when I went down that morning, it was there. And I was really impressed and in awe that my mom went to whatever lane she went to to find that. In addition, there was another book, too, that I asked for in addition to everything else that was under the tree that day. So I will always give my mom kudos for that. I was more impressed with that probably than her getting me the Nintendo in 88, I think it was, um, I got there. But there are two Christmases that really stick out for me. That was the Christmas of 1986 and the Christmas of 1989. Now, I will say 85 was memorable too, but I couldn't tell you anything that quote-unquote Santa brought me. My highlight of Christmas from 85 
one, it was the last Christmas that uh, we were, my, we as in, uh, together as a family for my parents separated and ultimately divorced. But I remember my dad going out that day and I'm going with him to a local Rite Aid to buy batteries for the toys that my sister and I received. And all I remember is that he bought these shrinky dinks. And I think uh, my he bought my sister Barbie ones and I had G.I. Joe ones. And that is literally the only thing I remember getting for Christmas in 1985. So the first one is Christmas of 1986. Uh, that was the first Christmas where my family was no longer together. So it was a sad one in many respects. But it was happy because I woke up that morning and my dad was there. Uh, so we did have Christmas as a family, even though he and my mom were not together. But I received my first bike that Christmas. I also received Centurions, those that know Power Extreme. So I was very happy about that. But for a kid growing up in the 80s, and this is when these devices just started becoming smaller and more affordable to the average person really i received a 13 inch color television so that was my first tv and that's something that i i had that tv from 1986 until 2005 so I had that TV almost 20 years. The only reason I don't have it today is because when I left grad school, it was in my office and I left it for the grad students that were still there to use. Uh, it was a Daewoo. If you remember them, they actually made cars for a half second. But it was it was one. It was memorable because that was literally the last Christmas where my dad was actually there Christmas morning. And I remember he worked a security job and he came that morning while we were sleeping he put the bikes together and it was just really nice having my whole family there for even though they were separated one last time so that Christmas always always sticks out of my memory and the other Christmas that always sticks out of my memory is a Christmas of 1989 those of you that were alive in 1989 there was one thing that we all wanted for Christmas it was Batman on VHS. That Christmas, I received a VCR of my very own, Batman on VHS. And for those of you who don't understand, you know, those of you that are younger, it was, it was sometimes a year or two before a movie we saw in the theater would actually debut a home video. And that's when VHS tapes, VHS tapes were not widely sewn, excuse me, sold in stores you could only really rent them and they were made in such limited quantities that they actually for those rental copies if you lost it that was a hundred dollars because they were not in mass production like they ended up being before batman or excuse me after batman and with that it was a very very high price batman is the first movie and this is batman 1989 with tim burton i believe is the first movie to really go from the theaters to home video that quick that set the precedent now is that 90 day window three months is fine but batman came out in june 2000 excuse me not 2000 1989 and it was on vhs by december that was amazing at the time so i remember that and also i received trading places now at the time 1989 i was 11 11 years old 
as I've said before, I don't know what my parents thought with some of the movies they let me watch. But I have no idea why my mom thought Trading Places was an appropriate movie to give an 11 year old for Christmas. If you've seen Trading Places, any unedited Trading Places, it's a, it's a wonderful, it's a great movie. It is a great movie. It's funny. Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd, Christmas themed movie. However, Jamie Lee Curtis was in the prime of her physique back then. And she was butterball naked or topless several times in the movie. I had no issues with nudity whatsoever. At that point in time, still didn't have any issues with nudity. I was 11. What was I going to do? However, as a parent, I would have questioned my mother's uh, choice in movie selection <laughs> for, for that Christmas. But that Christmas was one because I ended up uh, having that VCR for many, 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 many years. And I got a lot of use out of that VCR. And it was one of really the best gifts that I received because it gave me an independence of watching what I wanted to. Uh, whether it be taping what I wanted off of television or renting what I wanted uh, from the local video store or purchasing what I wanted. So that growing up and having that independence really is something that I will never forget when it comes to Christmas. You know, like I said, there are a lot of Christmases and that time period, some of them kind of blur together, but those two really stand out. What are some of your favorite Christmas memories? What are some of the things that you are surprised that your parents or parents or someone close to you went through extraordinary lengths to get you to make sure Santa brought it under the tree. Let me know. Drops an email at info at websterstylemagazine.com. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back afterwards. A few weeks ago, I talked about my first impressions of the newest flankers from the world of Zaharoff. Flankers of their original signature poor home. In this case, it's signature noir and signature royale. Now, then, of course, I always have good impressions of quality fragrances, and both of these are quality, and they shared a lot of the DNA of the signature poor home. However, the note breakdown for both is nothing short of a phenomenal find of world-class ingredients from around the world. In the top, you're going to find basil from the U.S., coriander from southern France, pink pepper from Kenya, and mandarin and bergamot from Italy. In the mid notes, you're going to find ginger from India, cedar from U.S., anise from Egypt, cypress from Spain, freesia from USA, fir balsam from Canada. In the base notes, you're going to find sandalwood from Australia, tonka bean from Brazil, frankincense from Ethiopia, oud from China, and myrrh from Ethiopia. Like I said, just wearing the fragrance, you're getting an international trip with one spray. But let me tell you, I have to say that when it comes to Noir and Royale, Noir is very much more of a after hours scent in my opinion. I mean, both of them you can wear any time of day. I think either one will work for the office or whatnot. However, with Noir, especially that pink pepper, there's something about that pepper note that gives it a bit of well, I have spices, but there's a bit of intrigue, mystery, where you don't see with Royale. Royale is very much 
uh, classic scent in my opinion uh, more closely aligned with signature pour home again it's still different but it doesn't really have that I don't want to say bad boy vibe because that would totally be weird to say about Zaharoff but it's a fragrance that really creates an intimacy that you don't find with Signature Pro Home nor Royale. Uh, it is very much a more of an up close and personal fragrance compared to the other two. And don't get me wrong, it still exhibits projection and longevity just like Signature Pro Home, just like Royale. You will definitely get eight to twelve hours of longevity with this bad boy and a good hour to two of projection. There is no slouch in this one compared to its daddy and its sibling. Uh, and even for the price, I believe now they're only offering Royale and Noor as a double pack, but it's 195 So you get two 60ml bottles. So they translate for less than $100 a bottle, which, let me be frank, consider some of the other fragrances I've talked about and how much they're charging for a 50ml bottle. For you to be able to get one 60ml bottle of a fragrance this good for less than 100 that is amazing. Not just this good, but of made, made of the quality ingredients that the Zaharoff line is made of. It's, it's really a steal. And again, I'm not getting paid for this. I'm just saying, based on what else is out there, based on what else I've had my nose on the past few weeks, and how good of a quality they were and they were at times triple the price for less this is a fragrance that's definitely worth its weight it really exceeds its value uh, for what you are going to pay even purchasing two bottles at 195 you're going to get two fragrances that really you can wear any time of year um, any occasion and I will be so bold to say if you have Noir and Signature, you may not, especially if you're not someone who collects a lot of fragrances, you may not need to purchase any of the fragrances in your collection. Well, maybe one or two, depending. But uh, they definitely round out uh, a collection. And if you have a small one, they definitely fit the bill for a lot of ones. And Noir specifically is, in my opinion, a great date night fragrance. And it's one I definitely think you should get your nose on. You know, go to the website, request a sample, and go from there. So that's been the fragrance of the week, and this has been another episode of the Sartorio and Geek Podcast by Webster Style, where we talk about bow ties, comic books, and everything in between. I've been your host, Webster Style. Be sure to send us emails at info at WebsterStyleMagazine.com. Visit the website, WebsterStyleMagazine.com, WebsterStyle.com, or SartorioAndGeek.com. They all go to the same place. Also, find us on social media on Instagram at Sartorio and Geek or at Webster Style on Twitter with just at Webster Style. Thank you again for spending time with us on this day. Have a very Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah if that's still going on by the time you listen to this. Happy Festivus. Happy, happy Kwanzaa and just happy holidays. And remember, stay safe out there and be blessed.
one man should have all that styling. Take it off, clothes on the floor piling. No one girl should fit it all in them jeans. So take it off and let me see what's under them scenes. Oh, you wanted to? Oh, I completely read that wrong.